if you want to go with the flow, live in the moment, wind in your hair kind of life, you need a forward thinking, prepared for anything kind of plan. Like the Audi Freeway Plan Extension. It extends your Audi's maintenance plan by an extra two years or up to 200,000 kilometers. And with free roadside assistance, living in the moment has never gone more according to plan. Visit your nearest Audi dealer today. T's and C's apply. Audi, Vorsprung durch Technik. Be financially smart. It's not how much money you make, it's what you do with it. Brought to you by FNB. How can we help you? Hashtag be financially smart. Well, it's 24 minutes to uh, 3 o'clock. It is a standing appointment. So this time around with the Be Financially Smart team, we, for the next couple of weeks, in fact, we'll be focusing on savings and investments. And I'm sure we've all heard horror stories from friends, from colleagues, or even family members and our own stories uh, where we've been victims of a savings or investment scam. So has someone made you an offer that's too good to be true? Have you been swindled uh, by a savings or investment con? How did it go and how much did you lose? lose because this week we are chatting to a product specialist at FNB, part of the Be Financially Smart team, Esther Usher, and uh, we're discussing why you need to have a risk management strategy in place when it comes to saving and investing your hard-earned money. Esther, welcome. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Great to be here again and hello listeners. Yeah, so we're looking at this investment pillar, but it also comes with its own risks, things that we must be very mindful of before we decide to put our money in a particular vehicle. Agreed. And one of the biggest issues is these scams and schemes that's out there. I mean, one just needs to look at the newspapers or go onto social media and you see news articles of people that have lost money in these sort of scams. We hear about it on this radio station all the time. Daily. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just by interesting stats is recently there's about uh, 27,000 people that lost millions in a cryptocurrency scam. So, you know, people think that it's a get rich, I'm going to get my riches this way, but it's actually a long term plan to getting into a bad position. Right, because we often hear about the fact that investment is a long game. Uh, the kind of returns that someone sells to you should also raise eyebrows. Uh, so you, you have to understand what what is healthy and what isn't, uh, what is achievable and what isn't. Because so, so often uh, the ones that are too good to be true usually are. That's very true. So like I said last week is you've got the two different pillars. You've got the savings and you've got the investment. Yeah. Savings is your short-term stuff. That you just go to a normal bank product type. But when you start with the wealth creation and the longer-term stuff, it's easy to fall into that trap of the 14% that was promised, the 14% per week that was promised. Yeah. Rule of thumb. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. If your money market rates are giving you 6 or 7% per year, there is no way that someone can guarantee you more than double that in a week. Mm. It's a scam. I can promise you that. Mm-hmm. And rather stay away from it. And we often have evidence presented to us Absolutely. to get us to sign on the bottom line, hand over our debit order details, because look at Esther and how well her portfolio has done. Absolutely. And that's what they do. And very unknowingly, some people recruit their family members because they've made money through the scam mm-hmm. in the beginning stages. So they start recruiting people like I think there was an article in the Redport Record recently. Yeah. This one chap actually um, recruited all his family members in and altogether his team lost four million rand in total. Oh, my gosh. So Just not only are you now left worse off your entire families were left worse off left worse absolutely and that's why these scams are so dangerous people make money in the beginning 
And then because they require more people to come into the scam, more people to come into the scam, they eventually just lose money. Hmm. So what are some of the most popular scams that South Africans are exposed to? Um, the get-rich-quick scams. So you normally get the ones that gives you the massive return. So the, they, they use the words guaranteed return. And just on that, like I mentioned, no, no, the only guaranteed return that you have is a bank deposit. Uh No one can really guarantee you unless it's with a bank deposit or one of the big reputable organizations. Mm. A normal little business, the minute that they start guaranteeing your return, be careful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that should already uh, sound off these alarming bells. But how do we avoid them? That's one way uh, to look at wording such as that in the pitch, in the sale. So there's a couple of trigger points. The minute that someone phones you with a business plan that sounds too good to be true, um, it's not something that you started. It's an unsolicited call that oh, comes okay. into you. Yeah. Be careful of those. So they're obviously looking for investors, new investors into the scheme. Stay away from those mm. type of things. The next thing that we have to be very careful of as investors is if there's no clear investment strategy. So they don't say we are investing in property or we are investing in shares or we are investing that. It's a little bit vague when it comes to the detail. Mm. So stay away from that type of thing. Um and then this is intrinsic thing. So Warren Buffett always says is if you don't understand something, don't invest in it. And that's true with these things. If you don't understand how it works, yeah. don't invest in it. Like that cryptocurrency example. So if you don't understand blockchain, this <laughs> cryptocurrency, is the whole thing that's going on at the moment, then stay away. Stay away. So I, I don't understand cryptocurrency or block currency too well, so I'm staying mm-hmm. away from it. You, you can take it, for example, mining companies. You mm-hmm. understand how they work. They mine stuff, they sell stuff. Banking, you can understand banking. They've got certain transactions that they pay for. The minute that uh, that becomes murky and how to get detail becomes murky, then you need to stay away from that. Or even something that requires other people signing on. That's true. Because <laughs> like then if going, you recruit 10 more people then you will get X. I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, there was the 10 Rand envelope scheme. No. How did it so th- this is when I was a kid, so it's way before your time. So what they would do is you'd get this envelope, an unsolicited envelope in uh-huh. the mail that says all that you need to do is take this document, change your name at the bottom, and then put 10 Rand in the envelope and send it to the previous senders. Mm. That's the basics of a pyramid scheme. So it's always important that they get new people coming into it. <laughs> so the minute that they say, listen, we're going to give you this, if you can get us 10 or 8 or how many more people coming right. in, be careful. Mm. Because that, is, that does seem to be a bit of a pyramid scheme. Um, and often uh, it's quite aggressive. I find that in the experiences that I've had, there's quite an aggression in the pitch that's being made. So and very often what they try and do is they try and bully you. But if you don't do this now, you're going to lose out in the deal. Mm. They try and push you into the timelines. They mm. don't give you the information that you want. So, yes, it, it is a very almost frenetic way of trying mm-hmm. to get you into invest. Mm-hmm. Well, we did a poll a little bit earlier on, and the question was, have you fallen victim and lost your money to a poor investment decision? Um, and the results are, are, are quite interesting in the sense that uh, it's a huge percentage. 22% said more than once. So 22% have fallen victim and lost money to a poor investment decision. That's pretty high considering uh, that we only gave out three options. Then 26% said yes, once and never again. (laughs) And then 52% said never, which is fantastic.
that shows that there's a certain amount of education and smartness that's going around. Excuse the wonderful English there. Smartness that's out there in the public. People are starting to realize that, you know what, investments is actually not such a dark art. Mm. If I speak to a properly accredited financial planner or a financial planner that's linked to a proper organization, I can get the right type of advice. I yeah. don't need to go for these quick fix schemes or these get rich schemes. Mm. But it does concern me that people have fallen for it twice. Exactly. Exactly. That there's such a high number that would say more than once. What is it in us then? What is it what is it speaking to? Is it this impatience, this eagerness to get rich quickly, thinking that we are the exception? We are the ones that will tap into something that is credible, that will give us these 14% returns a week? I think you've hit the nail on the head. And I think the, a component of that is also being scared to ask questions. Mm-hmm. So like we mentioned, Nana, they're getting bullied into something. They don't want to ask the questions that need to be asked. And yes, it's, everyone wants to get rich qu- quickly. You know, They don't realize that to create proper wealth and to actually retire comfortably in that right. does take time. It's compound interest. It's compound returns. It's a slow road, but it can get there. Mm. Don't go for the get-rich-quick schemes. On uh, Twitter, Cabello MG says, if the name of the institution selling you the investment doesn't sound familiar, think twice. Go with the tested brands. Otherwise, do your homework thoroughly. And luckily, we are living in the age of social media, and we do turn to it to uh, verify certain things, mm. whether it's someone that you're newly dating, if they have an online profile, you're like, ooh, their story checks out. Mm. And the same goes here. And he's actually hit a, a very good nail on the head. So it's very easy these days to do a fake web page or something like that. So if you are looking at an investment, make sure that it is a trusted brand. So, mm. you know, one of your big banks, one of your big investment houses. But then also, if you do start looking at the investment pages and their web pages, see if you can get the owner's details. See if you can get the representative's details. Are they regulated? Are they registered with the applicable authorities? Those right. are all important things that you need to look at, yeah. that you don't get caught short. Yeah, it is our money. So we've get, we, we have to have to. Um, uh, use that extra precaution exercise extra precaution so we're taking your calls this afternoon maybe there's a scam that we haven't mentioned so far there's the uh, get rich quick schemes the ponzi schemes the pyramid schemes we hear about them from time to time and we're taking your calls has someone tried to scam you have you fallen victim and lost your money to uh, due to a poor investment decision it's 0118830702 for your sms's and your whatsapps on 0727021702 um and uh, when we come back we'll uh, take a closer look at um, some of the things that we can do to minimize our investment risk. Well, it's now 13 minutes to uh, 3 o'clock. We're taking your comments, your calls, as we talk about minimizing our investment risk as part of uh, one of the very important pillars in creating financial wealth. And this is with the Be Financially Smart team from FNB. Uh, interesting poll results from an, a poll that we ran earlier on. And the question was, have you fallen victim and lost your money to a poor investment decision? Shocking to see that 22% said more than once. Uh, 26% of the respondents in the poll said yes once and never again and often that's what you need you know burn your fingers once so that you can be twice shy and learn your lesson and then 52 percent luckily never which is a a, a bit reassuring but uh, the 22 percent needs to do some serious introspection and we're joined by product specialist in studio that's esther ush from uh, fnb's be financially smart team so what should we do to minimize our investment risk i think we've touched on some of those issues but just as a concise summary around this uh, uh, matter? There's three steps that everyone needs to do. Mm -hmm. First one, find out as much as you can about the investment. 
read up on it. If it's a collective investment scheme or what they call a unit trust, read up on it. Make sure that it is something that managed by a proper institution. And like I said earlier, if you don't understand it, don't invest in it. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. The second thing is diversify as much as possible. So diversification is regarded as the only free lunch that there is. What does that mean? Don't put all your eggs in one basket. So Mm -hmm. don't just invest in a business idea. Don't just invest in a money market. Don't just invest in shares, but spread all of that risk. Because if you've got your shares that are going up, your bonds might be going down a little bit. And it's going to smooth your returns over the long term. But don't put everything in one basket. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the last one, and I can't stress this, is speak to an accredited financial advisor that's linked to a big institution. They're going to be able to give you independent advice that's separate to someone that's trying to push a business idea Right. And you're trying to push something onto you in terms of an investment. Mm. And some people would go as far as having more than one, not just an independent financial advisor, but more than one. So I, would, I wouldn't necessarily ascribe to the more than one um, okay. because very often the sort of ideas or the implementation is exactly the same and it's mm-hmm. important and this is the way that we work is that you have one holistic view of a person because your ah. asset allocation for one person is very important that you get a holistic view of that so you can do the appropriate asset allocation so you're not overly exposed to conservative type assets but you do have the right exposure to your growth type assets like your shares and your property mm-hmm. and if you Seeing to two different people, you might just be replicating the exact same thing. I see. But it's important that it is a reputable organization. You know, uh, and initially, I remember many years ago having to uh, have a little evaluation to see what my style would be. Are you comfortable with high-risk investments or are you more conservative? So it's Mm. also important to understand where you fit in. That's true. So that's that's an, a long discussion that we're about to enter into. But, mm-hmm. you know, we at FNB very much prescribed to the um, goal-based investing. So right. when are you going to use the money? That's more important than what you're sort of, well, not more important, but it's also a consideration in terms of your risk profiling. So if you're saving for retirement and to pick on your apologies, you look about 70 years away from retirement. <laughs> so you don't necessarily want to be overly cautious in your retirement funding. You want to maybe take a little bit more um, growth assets into that. Whereas if you're short-term saving, you don't mm-hmm. want to have too many growth assets because of the volatility that's in that. I see. And often when you uh, have a look at how your money has grown, these decisions can be made, adjusted, changed along the way. So the sign of a good financial advisor is someone that actually reviews you on an annual basis. They sit down with you on an, on an annual basis make sure that you're on track to meeting your goals. So is your will updated is an important thing that you need to do. Is your retirement on track? Is your long-term insurance appropriate? All of those things are something that needs to be done on an annual basis. Mm -hmm. So yes, if there's adjustments that need to be made, they can be done then. Um, Here a couple of WhatsApps uh, and uh, SMSs. One says, my three relatives lost well over 250,000 rands worth of investment from a scheme called Lidima. Um, It was under curatorship to this day. It's over five years. They've not recovered their hard-earned money, one of which is a pensioner. So very similar to the story you described, Mm. where it's not just one individual, but then we involve our relatives. That's true. Because mm. it's a, one person gets paid sure. out and then everyone thinks that there's money to be made and then it's a sort of a snowball effect and they bring more people in, one of the signs of a pyramid scheme, and then eventually it just collapses and people just lose huge amounts of money. And the time spent trying to recover that money. 
It's unlikely. Mm, and lots of unhappiness. One says these companies are all over Bramfontein at uh, Management House. They named themselves JSE. It's just scam right away. Uh, people without conscience who go about ripping people uh, for ripping off people for for nothing. And then another one is about investing. It says afternoon as I don't earn much, but uh, don't earn much. But how much and where can I invest for my retirement? I don't have much time. I'll be 55 in July. Well, and I know last week we really focused on this question of starting as early as early as possible. One does need to start as early as possible, but it, it's great that this um, listeners actually realise that she needs to do something towards her retirement. Mm-hmm. So the first mm-hmm. thing that I would do is make sure that she's got an emergency savings in place. Um, it's no point saving for retirement and you don't have emergency funds in place. But then depending on how much she has available, she can do a unit trust investment that starts at 500 rand a month, um, depending on which institution you're going to, or alternatively just putting some of that money into a savings savings and investment account. Yes, but it might require some kind of sacrifice, getting rid of debt, uh, doing without foregoing something one of the in terms w- of what you spend. One of the worst things for, one of the seven mistakes for a retiree is that instant gratification. Mm. Um, and I think we touched on it last week mm-hmm. is it's the new handbag, it's the cars, it's the clothing. So rather put that on the back burner and make sure that you start redirecting all of that money into your savings and paying off your debt. Something you don't want to take into retirement is debt. You're right. Um, so what, as you said, they can start doing that with about 500 rand, but because as the, the, the SMS says, I don't have a lot of time. There are also certain risks that bring that, that, that can bring about pressure to make the wrong investment decisions. So, the, and thank you. Um, that actually brings up the point that this client or this listener might think that they suddenly need to go into these sort of risky mm. type investments that's mm. guaranteeing the fourteen percent return. That is more risky, and the chances of her losing her money through that type of pyramid scheme is a lot higher than potentially not getting those returns. She might get slightly lower returns, but at least her money will be safer yes. in a proper reputable organization. Yeah, because it can uh, uh, bring about that risky behavior that we talked about where you end up losing tons of money. Uh, you've got your headphones on. Estelle's got a Jeff now. Hey, Jeff. Hi. Yes. Um, I'd just like to ask, I, I have an annuity uh, invested in, in Ames. It's a living annuity. Mm-hmm. Um, and over the past year, I've actually lost, uh, lost 100,000 rand on that fund. Now, you know, to, to say you must put it with a good company and a, a liable company and mm-hmm. you must have a good financial advisor, when I go to the financial advisor and, and uh, mm-hmm. who's appointed by Ames and ask him why am I losing this type of money, he says, oh, it's just a market, you can do nothing about it. Right. Um, so, so what do you think so, of that when you start to see these kind, this kind of shrinkage? or loss in your the growth of your investment? What so can Jeff do? There's a couple of things that no one needs to consider is when you're setting up your living annuity, mm-hmm. you take sort of two years worth of income and put that into a low risk type of investment. So in, in within the living annuity, you take two years worth of income and put it into an income type fund or a money market fund. Then you draw the income out of that. Okay. Then the rest you put into your higher growth type assets, obviously subject to conservative oh. risk and all of that. So while you're drawing your income off the money market side, yeah. your actual growth starts coming on the other side. Now, unfortunately, he did hit the nail on the head. The JSE, as we've seen, has been pretty flat over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a short-term thing. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it will get there, that it will start growing again. But you can't automatically default into a money market thing. You've got to have the appropriate allocation 
in your living annuity to ensure that you sustain that. that so is lifestyle. this what he should look at then? Look at how this is allocated? Look at his underlying asset allocation in his investment. All right. Well, we've got another question for you this week so that you can potentially win 5,000 Rand. You need to tune in every week and answer the questions correctly. You need to be 18 years or older, a South African citizen, but you don't need to be an FNB client. Um, if you have the answer, dial star 120 star 387 hash. So Esther, what's today's question? Today's question, risk management is only for the rich, high-risk investors with big pockets, true or false? <laughs> Pretty easy, right? So dial star 120 star 387 hash and follow the prompts. But you can also uh, uh, keep the conversation going with the Be Financially Smart team on their Facebook page. Just search for at BFS Education and terms and conditions apply. So dial star 120 star 387 hash and we'll announce the winner at the start of a new month. Um, and it should be someone who has answered all of those questions throughout the previous month correctly. Thank you so much, Esther. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was Esther Ush, and uh, she is a product specialist at FNB, part of the B Financially Smart team. Uh, what's coming up next week? Well, we'll continue to build on this pillar of savings and investment. Be financially smart. It's not how much money you make, it's what you do with it. Brought to you by FNB. How can we help you? Hashtag Be Financially Smart.